Welcome to Solutions from the Huddle, where we discuss meaningful business topics to add value to your efforts. Titus Bartolotta is a certified business coach that's often hired for one-on-one coaching, corporate training, and speaking engagements. Now, here's your host, Titus Bartolotta. This is Solutions from the Huddle. I am still your host. I still got a job. They haven't let me go yet. I'm, I'm your host, Titus Bartolotta with Solutions from the Huddle. Man, I'm so grateful and appreciative that you decided to tune into this episode. Uh, our show is powered by Collaborative Solutions Group. And if you've never listened before, you have tuned in to a show that's all about business and life topics. And we bring in the best professionals. I'm, I'm talking industry experts and specialists relative to their field. And we do this locally, uh, regionally, globally. We bring in some of the biggest and best names, pro athletes, uh, community leaders, business celebrities, people that know what they're talking about. We want to get them on the show. And we want to talk about things like leadership and mindset, operational excellence. And we want the insight that they have relative to their industry so we can all be better for it. And the guest that we have for you today is exceptional. It's a person that I know both personally and professionally. It's somebody that I completely endorse. I think that they do amazing work. And I can speak to that, not just because I know what they do professionally from a distance, but it's because I know what they do up close and personal. Before we get into the show, we start the same way every time, and that's in prayer. So if you'd like to join us, please do so. Lord, we give you glory and honor for all things. We ask that you would bless this show, our guests, our sponsors, and everyone and everything involved. Let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart be acceptable in your sight. Amen. Okay, so our guest today is uh, is Denny Castillo. He's been on the show before. Uh, he is a local business owner, but he's got over 30 years of experience in the medical field. It's really kind of a genesis of how he created the business that he owns today, but 30 plus years being in the medical world, in fact, having a lot to do with infectious diseases. So at the time of this recording, we're talking about, uh, you know, April and May of 2020, where COVID-19, the coronavirus, has impacted the whole world. And so we're talking to Denny Castillo with over 30 years of medical experience. And about five years ago, he decided to start a company called Quality Air of the Carolinas. It's an HVAC company, but it's with a really unique, cool spin. They wanted to take healthy breathing, healthy air, and that entire concept of how we can have a better, healthy life because of it and bring it into homes. And they thought HVAC was a great way to do that. So five years ago, Denny uh, started that business with his wife. Uh, He's our guest today. Denny, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me, Titus. I'm uh, excited to chat with you today. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Uh, Do me a favor for our listeners that didn't hear you the first time, right? Uh, Can you give us just a a little bit of an insight as to kind of who you are and where you come from? Yes, you're a father. Yes, you're a husband, uh, a successful business person, probably a nationally recognized sales professional. But give me a little background. Just where did Denny come from? Because I know you've read most of the personal development books. You, you've gone and seen Tony Robbins live. You, you get this development and growth stuff. Where did that come from? Take me back to where Denny is in college or, or, or trying to shape the mindset that he has today. Um, long history of just on a mission to make a difference. So um, obviously that's what led me towards the medical field. Um, during those days, I, you know, working in, I worked ICU, infectious disease, home care, every, every facet of the hospital as well. So I got a lot of experience, a lot of suffering and issues. Um, over the years in the medical field, though, I started noticing that, when, especially during the home care days, I'd go to the nursing homes and stuff too to follow up on patient care. 
um, I started noticing that a big part of it was breathing. I noticed mold, smell of mold. And, you know, even in nursing homes, you know, you have urine and all these smells that were unpleasant too, in addition to un unhealthy. Um, it started really kind of piquing my interest. So, you know, long story short, I started looking at ways to make a difference with that. And I started researching all the technologies out there to improve the air which led me to the HVAC system is kind of the epicenter of a lot of air quality problems. We spend 90% of our, a lot more time inside and, you know, the indoor air quality is a lot worse than the outside in many areas. And that's both residential and in businesses. So when we started doing um, some more advanced testing on the air and businesses, you know, even a dentist office or in a personal home, the, the, it was staggering what I was finding. And it, it kind of made me realize that it was some, some, fact-finding that needed to be done that can we make a difference in doing that so when it got to the HVAC thing we, we started looking into that more we got a lot of machines and testing and we, we looked at all the products on the market that are you know everybody says there's the best we tested over um, 30 different types of products different types of technology products we did them in our home we did them out in the field and some offices some offices that had sick building syndrome we started testing you know the different technologies I put one in test the air take it out put another one in and we came up with our, you know, three or four favorites that actually get the job done. And the ones that I can actually test because it's, it's hard to buy into something that you can't see and air is one of those, but I can actually test to see that it's making a difference and, and show that, that it's working, you know, in the air readings. And also, you know, we chose some technologies that are you know, a little more science-based that I could have machines that actually show you it working and I can demonstrate it to, to the homeowner, to the business owner. So with, you know, irony of this whole COVID-19 thing, we set out and started testing all this way before any of this happened. So it's getting people to see it as important was really difficult to do. And now, you know, this is kind of helpful from an education standpoint, but people are finally starting to listen. We're doing, we're starting to go on and do a lot more testing and we, we can, you know, all the nursing homes you hear are having a bunch of issues. We're starting to try to educate them that if you put these things in, you know, you still have to wash your hands and do the basic infectious, you know, control issues but you know air is a big one that it doesn't have to be a, a mystery you can actually knock that one out so the, the devices we use are actually proven to kill coronavirus not necessarily COVID-19 nobody's been able to test that and that's kind of its own little animal but um, the, the, the ones that we use actually kill corona as one of the virus bacteria molds everything it kills it all so wow. so we're excited to keep on educating everybody on that process and you know make that more of a, a standard why why don't we see more HVAC companies because um, this when you say it it seems so simple like it, it's like common sense that the HVAC system the heating and, and air control of our home it's absolutely the the epicenter of the air that we breathe and with asthma and sickness and and germs and all these things that we're aware of um, why do, why do I not see more HVAC companies leaning into this? I don't see that as their tagline, their, their catchphrase, their, any of those things. Um, it seems so straightforward. How, how are you the only one that, that I know of that is kind of like taking this health and wellness angle towards, towards heating and air? It comes down smarter? to the passion. Are you just smarter than the rest of them? <laughs> Well, I've been told no by my, <laughs> my, wife, my wife and others, but uh, no, it, it comes down to what your passion for being in this industry and profit margins, you know, from an HVAC standpoint, you know, changing out your system, you know, whatever company you use, they charge between five and $10,000. So the, obviously the profit margins are there and then air quality has always been an upgrade and, and they don't have a lot of knowledge. Most HVAC companies and technicians don't have a lot of 
the research and things that we've done into making sure that what we're putting in right, it's more of just an upsell, like, hey, we, you know, you should throw this in, it's supposed to be pretty good. Um, even a lot of the ones we've put in, um, another company follows back a year later or whatever, and they go and they mess with it. They don't understand it. They change the position of it, and it, it makes it not work. So th there's some technicalities to it that you have to follow through to make sure it works. But from a profit margin, making a difference is our company mission. So we lead with air quality first, and then we also take care of your HVAC versus it's kind of the flip with every other HVAC company. It's, it comes from a profit standpoint. You make a lot more money you know, changing machines out and then doing air quality as an upsell, whereas we'll come in and just take care of your air quality only too. And, you know, it's, it's time consuming and there's a lot of education and, and talking that goes with that and follow up. How, how important is this? You know, we're talking with Denny Castillo right here on solutions from the huddle. How important is it to, to businesses right now? Um, I know that my house is secure and safe because your company takes care of my house and we've got, my mom's 70 years old. She's got multiple respiratory things, right? Lots of different health things that a 70 year old person has. We've got two young kids that like to touch and lick everything for God's sake. So there's, there's an opportunity to be sick regularly. My son, we think he's got some, some allergies. His eyes get puffy during certain times of the year. My wife has asthma. So we basically have the perfect storm of, of need of quality air. So you take care of us. So I get, I, I'm sold on the residential and I, I would hope that all of our listeners are, are sitting here going, why in the world don't we have a filtration system? I and mean, we, we filter our water. We ought to filter our air that we're breathing in our house. But how important is it for, for businesses right now that are, that are really about to invite people back into their business? Um, should they be calling your company or, or, or someone that does what you do? How, how big of a deal is that? And, and, and maybe is it costly too, by the way? How expensive? Well, that's one thing we've worked hard at is trying to get the expense down. There's a, you know, you can, companies come out typically charge between 1500 to 4000 to put some kind of air purification system in. And oftentimes it's not testable, it's not put in right or anything. So we've worked really hard to get the cost down to under 1000 And during COVID, we're actually giving discounts on that as well. Wow. But the, the devices we put in don't have any replacement. And that's the other thing that you've heard of UV lights and uh, filter cabinet things and you know, we've tested all those and they don't work as well with the, the devices we put in actually kill everything in your HVAC unit in your duct and it actually goes out in the air and kills everything that's in the breathable air whereas well, a lot of time when people talk about air filtration system they even experts a lot of the experts out there talk about you know the the filter well the filter you know the virus gets through a filter that doesn't work well it's because you haven't researched and you're talking about a different subject that the, the, the mm technology we use actually goes through the entire system killing on the way through and it goes out in the air and it's totally healthy ozone free and safe um and it, and it basically disrupts the 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 cell walls of the virus bacteria what have you out in the air so it does its work out in the air I and mean, again it doesn't you know make you allergy free you go out if you're allergic to grass or pollen you go outside you're going to be suffering for a day or two at night and everything because you got it in outside you can't you can't control everything but what you can control is making sure that the air in your home is safe so pollen season i'm horrible my eyes will actually swell shut so i literally stay inside as much as i can during pollen so that, that two three four week period of pollen season and i'm totally fine zero no pollen gets in i don't have to open windows i don't have to do anything the air is just getting recirculated and treated constantly so i'm getting none of the outside environment inside so it's be it's literally better than fresh air when it's installed correctly and managed is it but is this true with businesses that it can be that affordable i mean you're talking about a thousand or less dollars 
what about the, a restaurant? They've got 300 tables, you know, they're, they're a commercial system. You know, I, I think we all just assume that a commercial entity or a, a larger space is just exponentially more expensive than something that we do at home. So for all the business owners that are listening right now, um, Quality Air of the Carolinas has a business solution for them, but is it still affordable for those entities? It is, and that, that expense goes up a little because it's per machine. Each individual HVAC unit, so a business might have two or 10 for that matter. So obviously that, that expense goes up a little bit because of, depending on how many systems, you don't have to treat the whole area too. You can treat common areas or certain offices for people that have problems. But um, so yeah, so the expense is a little more if you have multiple systems in an environment, but the, the peace of mind of, you know, you start looking at statistics on sick days, um, morale, energy levels. I mean, there's things that you can do with the air that actually can kind of, if, you, if anybody's ever gone to a casino, you know, you kind of, they, they pump, they basically have versions of this air purifier pumping in there because they want you to be energetic and alive and feel, you know, totally awake. So you'll stay there longer. Same concept with businesses and in the home, we, we kind of treat the air the same way. So it kind of, is just, it's invigorating for you. And it's instead of bringing you down and actually causing potential health. But um, with the COVID thing that you, you mentioned about businesses, why should they reach out? One of the things with that is there's going to be a lot of fear, concern, hesitancy for people to come back. And it's just peace of mind wise. We're working with several dental, dentist offices. I'm starting to reach out and educate nursing homes and things too, because it, it, when this technology is out there, why wouldn't you not, why would you not use it? I mean, it's, it's not that expensive. If you look at, you know, losing, you know, clientele, or if you're looking at, you know, having patient issues or, you know, having employees become sick more or have allergy issues and things in the office, when you can treat that and make that improve that anyway, um, it, it's really a, a low investment considering the, the um, outcome that you can potentially get from it. Yeah. So waiting rooms, restaurants, these right. different places that have, uh, uh, common areas, dentist office, chiropractic offices, uh, oil change facilities, people sitting in a lobby together, uh, for these organizations to say, listen, we're ready for you. Here's some of the preparation that we've done to make sure that the space you come back to is a clean, healthy, and safe space. One of the things they can say is, we, we are, not only did we treat, but we are continuing to treat the air that you're going to breathe and, and ensuring that it's pure and that it's clean. And like everything, it's nothing's foolproof. Um, there's still all the, you know, washing hands, social distancing, all those things are going to be important as we re-enter into the workplace. But just having that extra peace of mind, you know, that air droplets and, and things that float in the air last a while. And we have technology that can actually help kill it in its place and then break it down and then suck it back to the filter and then retreat it again through the system. So there, wow. it's, it's pretty slick technology and it, it's, um, it's kind of a shame. And, and I kind of blame that on a, the HVAC industry and even, even myself at times and how I position that it's people are so afraid of being upsold on something and it's always been presented as an upsell. And then a lot of technicians out there don't understand differences from technologies. They talk about a filter the same as a UV bulb. It's the same as the technology we use. And there's not been a lot of education even to the industry to be able to educate the public better on what the differences are. Um, and then there's a lot of technologies that are chosen like a UV bulb. A lot of companies want again, it's all about profit. They want that to go in because every two years you're going to need that bulb replaced. And just like a battery in your flashlight, a UV bulb over time, whether, you know, over the first year and second year, it just starts losing its effectiveness. It's not as effective as what we use for one, but even the effectiveness it does have that it's like a flashlight battery. It starts getting dimmer and dimmer to that towards that second or third year. It's not even working. And then you're going to have to come and pay somebody to come out and pay the money for a new bulb replacement. 
we use technology that you put it in once it's in there if you actually move your office we can come in and actually take it out and put it in your new office or your new home um so we, we we're doing a lot of uh educating right now with all this going on so the unit that i have in my home protecting my family there's no reason to replace anything it's it's good it's got a five-year warranty on its own and we've we've been putting in some some time quite a few of them and we've never had any issue there's minimal moving parts it, it's you know, the device that technology we put in your home is called um I, it's an ionization process so basically it puts nature kills everything and at the beach and the mountains always smells better because it's water waves lightning create negative ions and negative ions naturally kill viruses bacteria everything so that's a nature how nature cleanses itself so our technology, our favorite technology that we use um, does the same process. We create the negative ions the same way nature does, puts it in the HVAC system and sends it through all the vents in your home and into your breathing space. So that's why it, it literally smells like fresh air in your house. Yeah, I love it. Uh, I wanna talk a little bit here um, about what it has meant and, and, and felt like to be an essential business. So many business owners, so many people uh, have emotions, raw emotions right now about not being able to go to work. Uh, massage therapists, hair, hair salons, people that they felt essential, but then we, we told them that they're not essential. Um, but HVAC was essential. So your team has been out there. Uh, how has that been as a business owner, uh, making sure your team is safe and secure, making sure clients are safe and secure? Um, how has that been just emotionally and mentally knowing that we're deemed essential and we, we've got to go do a great job. People are counting on us, you know, when they're, when their heat and air goes out, maybe that it's more important now than ever before, because we told them to stay home, you know, and, and if it's cold or hot, um, that's a problem. It was always a problem, but, but now it's even more of a problem. So your industry has been so essential and so needed and necessary. Can you give us a little behind the curtain on that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we take, a lot of caution with that too you know having the medical background i have we almost have like a little mini scrub center at our trucks and things so we're obviously we're going into every house with a mask we do gloves we understand how to use gloves properly we're taking we go through multiple pair of gloves so we're not carrying virus around on gloves um we, we teach any myself i'm doing a lot of these visits as well during this time too just because of the medical aspect of it but um we, we want to make sure that we're definitely not a carrier for this or any problem and we do try to edu educate a lot of our folks on the process too of how not to spread this virus um so it, it's been good that we can go in and still make a difference and then you know we, we do it in a very um uh, responsible way to make sure that we definitely don't ever feel responsible for being a carrier to anything like that too so but yeah that's a lot of pressure for an entrepreneur to to put their, their people in potentially harm's way, uh, but also keep their clients safe. And, and, and I'd love to know, did that keep you up at night or, or does your medical background really secure you mentally and emotionally and know, hey, I know what to do. And, and maybe you're not feeling the trauma that some other entrepreneurs might be feeling going, man, Carl has kids. And, and if I'm sending him out to this house, you know, are we going to infect that family? Is Carl going to get infected? What's the, the risk to the company? And they're, they're going through all of these emotions, thoughts, and operations that they weren't going through before. Uh, were you having to navigate any of that or did it just kind of kick in because you've got three plus decades of medical uh, experience and you kind of already have, have had that mindset? Uh, can you speak to that? 
Well, for myself, I'm comfortable. I've been, you know, like I said, um, in the operating room environment and in the ICUs and that a good portion of my life. So it, it's second nature to me. So we had to do quite a bit of training. We had to do some shuffling with a few employees. Some, what some would seem a simple concept to get, some just can't get that concept. So we had to kind of make a couple adjustments and um, move some folks around that I felt a little more responsible that I really understand the medical nature of this and the importance of it. So um, we, we did a lot of educating and, you know, everything simple. People put taking gloves on and off. It seems simple, but there's a right way and a wrong way to do it when you're talking about viruses. So just teaching proper um, aseptic techniques and, and things like when you're going in the house, washing your tools, you know, we use tools, you come back and we, we have duck, we clean ducks too. So we have duck cleaning stuff that kills everything. So we soak our tools after each visit to make sure we're not carrying tools and into our bags. And so we're very meticulous about making sure that we're not a carrier for this. So to answer your question about, you know, a lot of the homeowners and businesses we're going into that, yeah, there's a big fear out there. So, and we try to, you know, we keep our social distancing, we do the mask routine, kind of explain things. And I would hopefully have the opportunity to educate a little bit on this because, you know, even after this COVID thing dies down, it's some of this should be continued. It's just general healthy behavior <laughs> that washing your hands should be have been done for 20 seconds all along you know 20 seconds is like new news to a lot of people so yeah you know, it takes 20 seconds to kill a virus or so you know 15 doesn't do it so there's a lot of education opportunity well i want you to kind of educate our listeners a little bit if you could here on the the back half of the show we're going to take just a quick break to say thank you to some of our sponsors of solutions from the huddle uh, we really appreciate if you need audio and video for your home or your business. Listen, people need TVs, they need speakers, they need automation tools to make their business run, to make their home a fun and entertaining space. And so easy living, easy living technologies is really the place to call. Jack and their team do great work. Um, you got to take care of yourself, but you also have to take care of your car. So Speedy Oil Change and Auto Service is doing that for clients. Uh, all across North Carolina. If you're looking for a great team experience, you want to de-stress, uh, you need to look at mobilesmashrooms.com. And don't forget about our good friends, Rockbox in Rock Hill, making sure that you stay fit. You can go to team-csg.com and click on any of those logos. You'll get directly to those companies and you'll get to know more about them. And I encourage you to do that. Uh, we're talking with Denny Castillo of Quality Air of the Carolinas. We're doing that right here on Solutions from the Huddle. Uh, Denny, tell us a little bit, what do we need to be educated on? What are some best practices we need to be focusing on? Um, with 30 plus years and you having so much awareness around infectious disease, what can you tell us that maybe when you turn the news on, it's just, it's overwhelming, right? And, and there's so much agenda, depending on what station you turn into, it's either the, the sky's falling or everything's okay. Um, so can you kind of cut through a little bit of that for us? Uh, and before you do that, also give us the best website because people are going to want to reach out to you. They're going to want to probably consider you for their home or their business. How, how do they get a hold of you? And then share with us some stuff, uh, if you can, about, you know, the infectious disease that we're all dealing with. The, simplest, the simple way to put it is just the, this has brought to light the importance of hand washing. You know, I, for, for years and years, it's driven me insane when you go to the restroom and, you know, the three people next to you all walk out without washing their hands. And, you know, sometimes an employee, um, it, it's, uh, that, that's the biggest take home. I hope everybody gets from COVID, but when this moves on and we get past it and we will get past it, um, that's a huge thing. And then, you know, my other thing that, you know, personally from the mission that we started with this company is I hope that people have an awareness for that 
the air you breathe matters. People have not understood that for a long time and uh, it's hard to explain something you can't see. So I'm hoping that through trying to educate folks on, you know, through this whole COVID thing and what we can do for them from an HVAC standpoint and help with their air that they, they, they start really paying attention to that because it's important. Um, you know, opening your windows to get some fresh air during pollen season, you can, you know, you destroy half your family members if they have allergies and stuff. And there's a way to actually keep your house healthy, like, you know, fresh mountain air with your windows closed. You, you treat the air with something. So I'm, I'm hoping that there's a lot of education that goes out there from that standpoint too. But, um, you know, from infectious and disease standpoint, you know, it's saddening to go to, you know, Lowe's or anywhere and, you know, more than half the store doesn't have a mask because it's, it, it's not that you're, it, it's, personal responsibility for not being a carrier and a spreader of that. So when you have a situation like this, show some, you know, some respect for others that may have some, you know, and the funny thing, well, not the funny thing, but the, the serious thing is this is starting to show up and not just the, the elderly and all these, you know, at risk populations. There's some, there's some young folks getting this stuff too. So, I mean, this virus has mutated many times. So to be cavalier and say that, you know, I'm not wearing a mask because I'm fine. I don't care about all these other people. They're just shutting my business down. Heck with them. It, it, this virus is going to get, it, it keeps moving around. If we don't take it serious and follow that through the end, it, it can, you know, there's, it's possible. It, it's mutating unexpectedly a, a few times, you know, it's, you know, it was cats, now it's dogs. I mean, it's doing some stuff that we don't fully understand yet. So re respecting the unknown, just like with the air thing, same thing I deal with with that, this virus, we don't know all about it yet. So to, and it's painful to have your business shut down and not to be able to function normally. Um, and, you know, a lot of folks are suffering a lot more than others when, you know, it's air, air becomes not air and a virus and, you know, worrying about the elderly folks become a little less important when you can't feed your family. So I understand that and, and I have compassion for those with that. But, um, I think that if we just all work as a team and help each other out and help somebody that you know that it's totally shut down for business, you know, help them with food and, and you know, compassion and, and, you know, help us get through this thing together. And hopefully within weeks here, we're back to slowly rolling back out there. But I think we need to keep the lessons we learned from this, you know, everything from hand washing to, you know, the compassion, you know, behavior needs to stay. So would you say that the mask and hand and, and gloves or just mask or are these things that when we go to Target, when we go to Lowe's, um, you know, when we get, when we maybe go back to small groups, um, I think in North Carolina here, our governor says May 8th, we're supposed to go to phase one, groups of 10 or less, practice social distancing, distancing take personal responsibility for hygiene. Um, and, um, and then I think, the, I think it says, if you feel safe and comfortable, wear masks and gloves. Uh, they recommend that you do that. Um, and then three weeks after that, you can get the, the group quantity goes up, restaurants open. So there's a phase of getting back to, to normal. But, but as we're going through that phase, are you, would you recommend that folks are wearing masks and gloves? I mean, uh, it sounds like that's your position. I do. I mean, you can't be too safe. I, you asked me about how I sleep at night with all this going on and stuff. I, I, I don't want to, I won't be able to sleep at night if I feel like I was responsible for spreading this to somebody, you know, cause like I, I talk to a neighbor and give it to them and they, they give it to the elderly person, you know, a couple of days later. So I, I just, I just know that by doing my part and wearing a mask and even when we get back out there, I, I think we're going to see a period where things are moving and looking great and everybody's happy again. And, and I think it's, you're going to see kind of a bump up in that, in that curve again, because, you know, the more social, social interaction people are going to, a lot of people are going to totally quit with the hand washing, totally quit with the mask. And, 
it's going to take another another rise here soon is my guess after we get back going it doesn't mean it's going to be as bad as it was but i definitely think that the more the longer we can wear a mask the better and obviously continuous hand washing is key gloves are effective if you know how to wear gloves i mean you gotta you can't be you know wearing one to the store and then wear them out to your car and then go to the next store you're better off washing your hands gloves are meant to be disposable from each potential interaction to the next so if you after the grocery cart, like I, I wear one glove and then I, that's my dirty hand. And then I take the glove off properly and discard it and put another one on. So that's it, just a, it's a holdover in between washing hands. It's not a replacement for washing hands. So I know a lot of stories only let you wear gloves now because you don't do it properly. So it, it's a touchy one. Is, is that true with masks as well? Um, you know, are there, are there ways that you would wear the mask that would make it not effective? So is that important that we, kind of have a general understanding of that and the kind of masks that we put on? Well, the, the mask obviously is the N95 start coming available. Re regular masks are going to help with just general um, displacement of droplets and things like that as far as, you know, protection from it. The N95s are going to be the only thing that's acting to stop the virus. But the people have to remember too, when you're touching, you're at the store shopping for groceries or whatever, and then you keep readjusting your mask, you're, you're potentially putting the virus on your mask. So that mask is now a potential carrier of the virus on the outside. So taking good care of your mask for, for like with us, we have um, little UV boxes. We actually sterilize our masks, you know, a couple times a day, even because UV light will kill everything on it. So we actually have something we use to clean a CPAP machine for people with breathing disorders. Um, we use that to clean our masks so we can reuse them and we wash them up somewhat. But we, a mask, once you have it on, if you potentially touch that mask, or even if you're out in public breathing, there is coronavirus potentially on the outside of the mask. So being careful about, you're cognizant about the virus. It's something you can't see and it's, it's transferable. So you have to be super careful with it. So. Yeah, no, that all makes sense. Um, Denny, we always like to ask leaders and entrepreneurs and successful people, what are one or two failures that you've had, right? So, so far in this conversation, in this interview, you've shared some really, uh, really awesome things relative to the, to the importance of air quality. Uh, it sounds like you guys at Quality Air of the Carolinas are providing really affordable solutions to allow people to have a purified air experience in their home and business. Um, you've even taken a moment to talk about infectious diseases and, and help better educate us on uh, on masks and gloves and the the importance of them. Um, but but as a business owner, uh, for the professionals that tune into our show that are looking for ways to grow their leadership and grow their mindset and grow their effective communication, just as a general rule, we like to say, you don't walk on water, where have you screwed up, right? Most of us that are successful today, and you are 30 years plus in an industry, plus uh, you guys are celebrating your fifth year in business and quality air of the Carolinas. Um, what are some of the potholes that you've hit and that maybe we won't have to hit because we'll, we're going to listen to you and learn from it? One or two mistakes you made that you won't make again. I don't know if I have any pearls of excellent wisdom, but I have ones of some, you know, experiences from failure for you. Definitely. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I've led teams at the, in, in the medical world. So I, I figured in the HVAC world, every industry has a different mindset and, uh, you know, you can offer, leadership opportunities, self-improvement opportunities. And, you know, in the medical world, I was used to that. And people really latched on to that. We teamed together and rallied behind each other. So, you know, since the HVAC world, I, I found that it's a challenge. It's a little different population. So there's, I, I learned a lot of hard lessons with that. So, um, 
we're being very meticulous with our hiring because you can teach HVAC skills, but you can't teach personality, customer service, um, compassion and all those things. So we're being very meticulous as we grow our company from this day forward. We just would hire based on skills in the past. And, you know, that didn't always work out best for the company and the company mission and goals of, you know, compassion, making people's health better. And so, you know, we, we're very fortunate. Our oldest has actually just finally graduated with a, you know, economics and business degree, but he's actually been around the medical field too. So he's become, he's moving into a role of our operations manager and really taken on. It's going to really help me with, with our hiring and the process as far as getting quality people in from a personality standpoint versus, um, you know, just technical skills. And we're, we're putting together a technical training um, system so that we can actually take somebody that's never been in HVAC before. If you have great people skills, compassion, and all those things that you can't really teach a lot, and you, you can grow into that, but you can't really teach that. So we're going to, you know, put a, a really intensive training program for the HVAC skills so that we can start hiring based on that. So, so I guess my, that's a long story for saying that uh, hard lessons learned, you hire people and their personalities and their, and their, their beliefs, not just on skills. Cause we made a, we made a lot of mistakes over the years hiring just skills only. And it's, it's gotten us in trouble every time where we end up having an uncomfortable situation and have to let people go or it makes it awkward for, a, a company direction we're trying to go with a customer and things like that. So, so there's a valuable lesson learned that, uh, you know, you can't teach a personality, but you can teach everything else. So. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, we're talking with Denny Castillo of quality air of the Carolinas. Denny, I appreciate your friendship, your professionalism, your insight. Thanks for being a, a not just a great company in our community an award-winning company in our community. Um, you guys really do set a standard. Um, I would encourage all of our listeners to take a deeper, closer look. Uh, Denny, the best website again for them to go to so they can see up close and personal what it is to have you guys in their home and in their business. Absolutely. So it's, it's quality air of the Carolinas. So it's Q A O T C.com as in quality air of the Carolinas. So it's Q A O T C.com. You, you guys made it really easy. See, I made the mistake. I did www collaborative solutions group.com people can't spell collaborative let alone they get bored about halfway through because it's 75 <laughs> letters uh you guys made it really easy quality air of the carolinas just the 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 initials for that dot uh, com people can get to your website i want to encourage all of our listeners to do that and i want to encourage you to get to know denny as well um he, he's a sponsor of leadership mastery summit he, he is a person who has invested in his personal development his professional growth um, and, and, and it's amazing to watch the energy and effort that he puts into his business. They're, they're not just turning wrenches over there. I can tell you firsthand, they are really passionate about changing lives. And I would encourage everyone to uh, get to know Denny and get to know the business and, and what they're doing. So Denny, thank you so much for being on the show, my friend. I thank you, Titus. I appreciate it. Appreciate the opportunity. We'll have you back. Thank you, buddy. Talk to you soon. Hey guys, Titus Bartolotta here, your host for Solutions from the Huddle. I just wanted to thank you for tuning in today. And if you want to stay involved and engaged in the show, be sure to check out all major podcast channels by searching for Solutions from the Huddle. Thanks again for your support. We hope you come back.